What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we're coming at you guys with week two of our favorite childhood Halloween movies. And we are joined by two very special guests, uh, our friends from the horror bandwagon, Sergio and Cody. How are you guys? Hello. We are good. Uh, thank you guys so much. We are completely honored to be on your lovely podcast. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, this whole month, we kind of had an idea of having guests on that we've never had before, mm-hmm. um, keeping things a little bit interesting. Because, I mean, we've had Michael from We Love Horror podcast. We like Josh from HMC is basically <laughs> a regular at this point. Yeah. Um, so I we consider really... him like another host. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime it's Rob Zombie or anything like that, we bring him on. But, <laughs> but yeah, we really wanted to uh, to get some newer people on newer faces. Well, we're very excited. Yes, we are yeah. honored to be here. It's always been a thought of just like coming on at, at some point to the all these like horror creators that we, mm-hmm. we've been interacting with. So now it's coming to fruition. Yeah. The plan mm-hmm. is working. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how horror podcasting can just bring everybody together. It's so strange and so quickly, too, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, like we like rolled in and then we were suddenly friends with everyone. It was awesome. Yeah. Not to toot our own horn. You know? <laughs> we could be awful people at the same time. <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks that like, oh, you love horror. You must be a psycho or something like that. But the community is very, very friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, we are psychos, right. but you know, well, we're yeah. friendly. <laughs> we're, we're your friendly neighborhood psychos. Uh, before we hop into this movie, mm-hmm. um, do you guys want to plug your podcast a little bit? Tell our listeners what you're all about. Yes, absolutely. Well, we actually did a we were on your podcast before briefly because we submitted our uh, little teaser trailer. So listeners, if you remember our voices, we're sorry, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but we are the horror bandwagon. I'm Sergio and this is Cody. Hello. Um, And we are pretty much a couple, which I am the horror lover and Cody is the scaredy cat. And pretty much the whole journey of the podcast is we uh, go each episode with one movie at a time. And we try to kind of have him jump on the horror bandwagon, quote unquote. And it's pretty much our journey just to see if he can become a horror lover eventually. (laughs) It is taking longer than I expected. Um, (laughs) We are now on coming up on season three of our podcast. And he is still very (laughs) not about not there yet he has appreciated i think you've taken uh some horror movies and really appreciated what they've done uh along the way well sergio actually let me pick some movies this season so i feel like we're making some sort of progress (laughs) that's good good. but yeah i mean it's i uh i mean i i love stories so i love when a story is done well i just also get scared very easily so it's usually some sort of balance between the two that we gotta strike Mm mm-hmm that's actually, uh, Sergio, I was actually going to ask if you've noticed uh, any sort of a change throughout this whole process, but you kind of answered that question a little bit. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, so we have an episode coming up in season three, uh, which is going to be her- hereditary oh. and very looking forward to that because that was a movie that I said, fuck it. Uh, I wasn't planning to put it on the podcast, so we just wanted to watch it one night and mm-hmm. I put it on. I did not tell him anything about it. It was a mistake. And <laughs> no, it wasn't because he eventually uh, 
he kind of was he was enthralled with it. But there were so many very scary moments for him that I could feel it radiating off of him mm. where I was like, oh, my God, we're not going to make it through this movie. He's he's you know, we, there's obviously like a turning point in the movie, like way early. Yeah. So that set him off. But I think the story really had him hooked. So there I noticed a change where I'm like, usually he will tell me like way back, maybe two years ago, uh, early in our relationship, he would tell me we need to turn this off. Yeah. And we didn't turn it off. I made it the whole way through. We I saw the whole movie myself. Yeah. That's a scary ass movie, too. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And we're, we're going to see it again. It again. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We actually had Brooke's sister come on. Uh, she was our first guest episode, I think. Wasn't yeah, she? she was. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. And it was for Hereditary. And she's not a horror fan either. Oh, my God. So that was a really fun episode to record twice. Actually, we had to do that one twice. <gasps> really? Oh, like the, the movie itself or like the episode? Like <laughs> We had to record it? it twice. Something fucked up with our audio. I don't know. Oh, what the no. Hell happened. And it was just yeah. one of those movies. And like this Curse. happened to us quite a bit at the beginning of our podcasting journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know shit all about audio quality and all that stuff. So we had two microphones that we just bought off Amazon and just hooked them up to the computer. And so we were getting a lot of audio feedback from each other's microphones and whatnot. Oh my God. A couple episodes we've had to re-record. one. I'm like, I have PTSD from our shining episode. (gasps) I'm just, I don't think we're ever going to record that one again. (laughs) Wait. So it's like not out there to the public. (laughs) No, no, no. it was, stop. you need to do like a Patreon. No, I mean, I com- like I am there with you guys. We didn't know what we were doing. We can cons- we consider our first episode like our worst episode mm-hmm. in our opinion, because mm-hmm. if I were to hear it, I'm just like, oh, my God, we're rambling on. We're just uh, why, why did I edit it this way? We were I mean, just like all over the place because we didn't have like a, a structure. We didn't have it down yeah. yet. We didn't know what we were doing. And that episode, I think, was like four hours long. And I somehow oh, wow. got it to like oh, yeah, an it was, hour and a half. It was long. We t- <laughs> well, because like. We did. Uh, it was Happy Death Day. Was our first episode. It was our first and, episode. Yeah. Uh, I actually enjoyed the movie, so we had to like we we like talked extensively about pretty much every scene, which just like adds up. Which is something else that we, uh, as like a I guess a podcast for everyone, especially movie podcasts, it's like whether or not you want to just have a discussion about the movie or you want to really like break it down scene by scene. And I think we legit were like. A second by second mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> which we're like nobody wants to just like hear that every single like so she turns around at this moment and <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> yeah so it's a journey it was a journey for us too for sure lots of learning curves all right we haven't said what movie we're going to be watching yet Oh, yeah, yeah. Figured the, the, <clears throat> they would just f- figure it out along the way. We <laughs> let down clues here and there. Just look at our cover art and you'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but, Cody, this was your pick, I believe. Yes, correct? it was. All right. Do you want to introduce the movie that we're going to be talking about today? Yeah. So um, today we're going to be talking about a movie called Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, which <laughs> yeah. uh, was released in 1998. It was a big piece of my childhood because uh, it I like I love Halloween. I just hated everything scary, mm-hmm. uh, but I love Scooby Doo. It was like my uh, that was like my favorite show when I was a kid. Nice. So and it's it's his go to for Halloween mm-hmm. watching. Like it was mm-hmm. it was actually kind of 
torn, I gotta say, between uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island and I think the, the next Halloween movie that they did, which was um, Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Mm-hmm. Another, like, uh, of all the Scooby-Doo Halloween movies, I think those are my top two. That one, of course, uh, is just up there because it has, um, oh, geez, I can't even remember the actor's name now, which... Uh, Tim Curry? Yes, has Tim yeah. Curry in it, which mm-hmm. just, like, we stand everything with Tim Curry in it. If yeah. all else fails, just say Tim Curry. I'm sure he's on it. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, we went with this one because it's it, it was my favorite. I had it on VHS. I watched it all the time. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was a it was a good time when I was a kid. So you know when we we when you guys invited us on for uh, doing our our favorite childhood Halloween movie, uh, I was like, of course this has to be the one that we do. Yeah, you also great. said nay to Hocus Pocus, so we were just like, oh shit, okay, yeah, Hocus Pocus <laughs> was already taken. <laughs> How dare you, whoever it is? No, okay. uh, it's funny because Michael from We Love Horror uh, was the, the same way to me because he would he mentioned it. He was like. Oh, I really want to do Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's the movie we picked. <laughs> Just like, don't be mad. <laughs> that's funny. All right, um, before we hop into this movie, we do a little thing that we uh, just talk about any movies that we've watched recently that uh, kind of stood out to us or not. <clears throat> so I don't know if you guys have watched anything lately that you want to bring up or so we uh binged all of uh squid game last week nice oh we did nice. yes yeah yeah well cody um fell asleep no shade cody cody fell asleep episode three granted we did watch it at like you, you 11 at like, night on a, on a week night i was like there, there was no way cody's an old man at heart <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i was hooked i i said okay I'll, I'll be able to rewatch it so i kept watching the episodes up until i want to say the the end maybe? no you, you you finished i it. finished it right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah oh no 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 i finished it on my way to work too so i was dedicated to this this series um but i mean i i loved it we i rewatched it with cody mm-hmm. i want to say cody liked it too it was good yeah so uh i really appreciate it it was, mm-hmm. it was really good have you guys seen it oh yeah i loved it i, I thought haven't. it was amazing i haven't i was hugged yeah you haven't watched it <gasps> not yet no Oh, my God. Is something holding you back? Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've put pretty much everything on the back burner except for movies the past six okay. months because Brooke and Josh from HMC and I are all in like this movie watching competition. But yeah. I see Brooke put it on his list on Letterboxd. So I guess it counts. Maybe yeah, as I saw movie. it on there. So I was like, hey, why not? I did say if it's on Letterboxd, <laughs> it counts. So yeah. So okay, now I have an excuse to watch it. There you go. You got to check that off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say, yes, it's nine episodes, but I kind of want to say it goes quickly. It's it like does. watching it really one big, does. long movie. Well, yeah. Well, and I think mostly it's because like it, it really sucks you in. So like we I, I think that we did watch it. We had watched the first two episodes together and then I fell asleep. And then we watched uh, three through nine, like back to back. One Saturday. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It just really gets you emotionally with the characters. It does. Oh, I cried. I oh yeah. Episode six. I'm not gonna give much away, but that episode, oh my god. It hit me. It It destroyed me. me. Yeah. It it, you just rename that episode, you will cry. Jeez. (laughs) I'm gonna jot that down and make sure I don't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't personally love to cry? Are you (laughs) just to make yourself cry? And it's, it is therapeutic. 
<laughs> I think the only other thing that I can think of that we that we watched and like really loved lately was Malignant. That was a oh, that was a couple was, weeks back. But yeah, that was a couple weeks back. That, that was great. I like. But this is controversial. Before we say anything more, because the horror community it is torn. I've like went through Twitter and Instagram, and there's people who were like, "What the fuck are you guys thinking? Mm-hmm. This is awful. This is trash." And then there's some mm-hmm. people who were like, "I appreciate what they were going for." And I'm just like, uh, I <laughs> we gotta it. step carefully here. I, I like that it was out there. I'll just put it that way. And I. And Sergio can attest to this. I called the twist like 30 minutes before mm-hmm. it was revealed. Yeah. But I we can't it. we can't say the twist. We can't say it, but Brooke, I got have it. You, have you watched it yet, Brooke? I still haven't watched it yet. Okay. Um I, oh, I want to watch it really bad because it's like you guys love it. Um, our friend Kevin loved it, and then Mark and uh Josh and a few other people absolutely hated it. So <laughs> I I don't hate it. I was disappointed with it. <laughs> And I mean, it, it makes no sense. Oh, to me no, 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 at no. All. It makes you, no you have sense. To just suspend your disbelief, though, going into it. Yeah. I think if I go into it, watching it a second time, knowing what it is and not expecting like a typical James Wan movie. That there it is. It's where people were like, oh, it's James Wan. Yeah. Let's go ahead. And like, we're expecting something from it mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, but I feel like you kind of have to pretend like it's not a James Wan movie a little bit. Yeah. The last the last 20, 25 minutes were just so off the rails and batshit crazy. That's why, like anybody that I talk to about it, I say, like, I personally didn't like it, but you need to watch it regardless of that, because Mm -hmm. you could fucking love it. It's literally like a 50 50 split between everybody that I've talked to. My journey with that movie was I was already kind of disappointed at the beginning because it was it was dragging. And I was like, oh, God, where is this going? I was expecting something else. And then at some point my mind clicked and was like, I'm going to have to force myself to kind of just be open-minded to this. Mm-hmm. And by the end, I did have a fun, fun time by the end, but mm-hmm. it, it, you, you do go through a personal journey with this. Movie. Yeah. yeah. For me, I was just like, I need to know, I need to know what is going on. I have to figure this out. <laughs> I love mysteries. So like the whole time I'm just like honed in trying to like pick apart everything that's going on. And I, I'm a big fan of like supernatural uh, type, movies like that that's that's the kind of stuff that like really i really get into which broke bit may or may not be a supernatural who knows but We're not hinting at anything <laughs> but i mean the, the biggest thing is like i i love that like and i do think we we haven't had a chance to go back and watch it but like i do think watching it a second time will have so much replay value because mm-hmm. there there's so many like little things that are just like hints as to what's really going on that will just go completely over the, your head the first time you watch it that like just you're like oh that makes so much sense i love that i love movies like that mm-hmm. so that's that's why i loved it i mean i i feel like i don't i am i even part of the horror community <laughs> i don't even know you have but... not received your badge you guys sorry <laughs> <laughs> is it at least in the mail <laughs> um but besides oh also i mean i've i've been so weird this halloween season because I'm usually like knocking down my favorites at the beginning of the month, mm-hmm. you know, just re- rewatching it. But for some reason, maybe because I'm just like super busy, but I had a few nights where I'm just watching like old school Nickelodeon Halloween specials. Nice. Like I went through, I mean, I usually have my favorites like uh, Hey Arnold, Doug, Doug's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the Regress Halloween. Uh, what, what else did I watch? Oh, I went through Disney Channel too, a few mm-hmm. of them. 
like Boy Meets World has doesn't have like a Halloween special per se, mm -hmm. but it has that scream like uh, episode where <laughs> they were hunting each other down. Where there was like there's a killer and Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt comes on yeah. as a special special guest, which is like super 90s. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I love this. Um, so I've just been doing a lot of like TV specials. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, we watch like every Halloween uh, special that she had. Nice. Um, so that's what that's what I've been watching recently. Cool. Nice. Nice. What about you, Brooke? Um, so this past week, Mark and I were actually supposed to be in Ohio visiting the horror movie crew, but uh, mm -hmm. that got canceled. So I had the whole week to do absolutely nothing. Um, so I'll only name a few movies I watched. Uh, a few were first watches. Uh, I watched Night of the Demons. Um, it's on Wait, Shudder now. Night of the Demons, like... Like the... the the, yeah, the 80s one. Oh, okay. Wait, I need your thoughts. Yeah, what a movie. Oh, my God. Movie. I thought it was yes. so good. Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. It was I... so good. Like, I knew it was going to be, like, cheesy and, like, 80s, but, like, oh, man, I loved it. And that's it a first-time so watch. Yeah, yeah. That's so um, cool. So I, I'm going to watch the rest of them. I think there's, like, three or four of them, I think, in that Yeah, series. we're actually we're covering the second. There's a three and then a remake. Right. of the first one and right. we're doing the second one for one of our one of our episodes coming up nice yeah i loved it i thought it was really good um and then i finally watched the fright night remake um i thought it was okay um i much prefer the the original one i thought it was way better than this one um just didn't have that that like comedic thing i think the 80s one had to it um, yeah i also think it was part it definitely just look like the bunch of remakes that were compiled during that that era. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it was enjoyable though. On its yeah, own. exactly. Um, and then lastly, I finally watched Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> uh, that movie is a wreck. Oh my god! Oh no, we haven't watched. We haven't seen it. So it's, you didn't like it all the way through? Because I know you didn't like the start of it. No, I don't know. I, I probably won't watch it again. Like the animatronics were super cool. But like Nick Cage literally says nothing the entire movie. Oh um, wow! Yeah, it. Uh, I I didn't enjoy it at all. So damn, we were I the idea of it was yeah. enticing. I was like, oh okay. I mean, it's pretty much what uh what's what's a uh, it's escaping me the video game. Oh wow! Uh, Freddy's Five, uh, five Nights yeah. at Five Freddy's Nights at Freddy's. Wow, and I love yeah. that. Love that game. Um, it's pretty much I guess like was something similar to it i don't know the movie i didn't see the movie so i don't know if it's that's what mm -hmm. it ends up being like um i can see but, the comparison yeah yeah but but I, uh yeah like our friend kevin uh sloshing cats and on instagram he loved this movie a lot so i don't know maybe check it out for yourself so yeah all right but uh that's it okay i also watched night of the demons oh did you I saw your oh. score on it and I was like, oh shit. Okay. And I knew that it was on shutter. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got to check this out then. And uh, I do not share the same love for it that you do. No, oh. I need, I need answers. <laughs> I feel like this movie is like the evil dead for me. I wasn't in the right mindset watching it. So I just didn't okay. have a good time mm. with it. I think um, a few, a few drinks. And watching it really yeah. does, does the job. <laughs> I, I mean, if I would have smoked a joint before watching oh, it yeah. or had a yeah. few drinks, yeah. That is that kind of movie. It might have been a different yeah. story. I didn't hate it, but it just, 
wasn't great in my opinion well i i don't think it is great but i do like the i mean it's so 80s i think yeah. it's just so 80s and it's definitely like b movie uh mm-hmm. like um yeah. but i have a person a personal like love for that movie because that was the movie that I would rent out at Blockbuster when I was little. Mm-hmm. And my parents would let me get this because the cover was that, that uh, Angela and yeah, her like demonic form. And nuts. my parents were like, yeah, sure, let's go watch it. So, <laughs> and so, I mean, th- that that movie is part of the few movies that that, you know, made me love horror. So mm, I do have nice. a little bit of favoritism for that movie. <laughs> Um, I watched Shadow in the Cloud, which has Chloe Grace Moretz in it. Hmm. It was interesting. Is it a newer movie? It came in 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, it was very, very good until maybe the last 10, 15 minutes. And then it just got, uh, I don't know. So... <laughs> You guys know the whole like Twilight Zone um, uh, thing with like the gremlins, how the gremlins oh, started yeah. like on the wing mm-hmm. of the plane. Yeah, there's, yeah. Like there's a there's a, a man on the wing. Yeah. Someone, some yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Classic. So it has this type of thing in it. Okay. And she's trying to convince the other people in the air or in the plane that this thing is here. And without giving away like the entire story, like there's so much more to it. But in the last like 10, 15 minutes, they end up crashing the plane down. And this gremlin is still there on the ground with them. Oh. Yeah. And she literally gets into like a Mortal Kombat type fist fight with it. And she's oh like blocking God. punches <laughs> and like spin kicking it. And I'm like, okay, like this movie was really good until this sequence but i have to go on youtube and watch that specific scene <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you should watch the movie it is good like i gave it a three and a half out of five on letterbox so i did really enjoy it but it's just like the, the last 15 minutes of it it's just like what's wow. uh where'd you watch it on uh it's on netflix okay okay nice yeah. i've definitely seen the the cover before mm-hmm. yeah and so I, I think i just need to click on it <laughs> yeah no it is good and i watched bingo hell which mm-hmm. I believe is the newest installment of the Welcome to Blumhouse mm-hmm. uh, series. I hated it. <laughs> hated this movie. I think, didn't you guys mention it uh, last week in the last episode? Actually, um, Jensen brought Jensen it up. Mentioned- and he, yeah, I and- think he, he didn't like it either, no? Yeah, he said it was terrible. And I was like, <laughs> ah, I'm going to... I don't know. I'm a masochist. I guess maybe I'll tor- torture myself. And <laughs> Let me torture it. myself. <laughs> and yeah, I should have listened to him. It was terrible. No. Wait, so wait, what? Because I've seen clips of it. What is it? Just like because it, it's like a bunch of elderly people, right? Yeah, it's a bunch of old people that uh, go to bingo every week, like old people do. And the <laughs> the guy who runs the bingo hall, they can't find them. And then uh, a new guy comes into town and turns it into. It's a, still a bingo hall, but he like basically turns it into a Las Vegas bingo hall. Okay. And that guy is Richard Brake, which is kind of what drew me to it because mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. he's great, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not good. Oh god. 
now see see i feel like this is gonna we're gonna have to pass the torch so you say it's not good so then we're gonna go watch it i can guarantee you like (laughs) two nights from now that'll be what's on and then we're gonna pass this on where we don't like it and tell somebody else to go watch it (laughs) yeah probably but yeah that's pretty much it i've i've watched a lot of kids movies this week but i think that's it we'll cue that theme music and then we will dive into this movie awesome Before we talk about it, I'm getting thirsty. I'm also so, getting thirsty. You guys have already opened yours, but yeah. Oh shoot! I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Don't you worry. I have two more here. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. I forgot I had this in my fridge last week, but it's the Flying Monkey Theater of Madness Pumpkin Ale. Ooh, very nice. Brooke, you tried it last week, didn't you? you I, really I did, it. and I'm having it again, so it's really good. Very it's nice. Good. Very. Pumpkin. I need to get a fall-themed cider. I'm drinking a... I, I'm more of a cider person. I'm drinking a cider called Bad Seed Cider. Okay. That's uh, from New York, and it's delicious. So it's, it's a good, like, dry, mm-hmm. um, high-alcohol percentage cider. But very I need something nice. fall... I want to get in the mood. Like a pumpkin cider. Yeah. Uh, would good. that be good? Would that be well, good? I, I think you can make it happen. Yeah. You can make it good. <laughs> <laughs> or even if you like, really believe. Yeah. <laughs> or even if it was like like something spiced, I think would be good too. Yeah. Look like at a hint. I like a hint. Mm-hmm. See, I <laughs> I am probably the this is stereotypical me. But I have a canned margarita. Very nice. In my hands. <laughs> so this is my quick fix. And it does the job. I think it's really good and doesn't taste like it's like canned. And a few a few of these and I'm, I should be good for the rest of the night. Excellent. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, starting off the synopsis of this movie. The mystery gang reunite and visit Moonscar Island, a remote island with a dark secret. Daphne wants more than just a villain in a costume, and they get more than they ever expected. Spooky already. Yeah, cue <laughs> ominous music. <laughs> what do you guys think about the synopsis? Do you think it it sums up the movie pretty well, or do you think I they think could... it sums up the movie well? I also like that it uh, that it doesn't like quite give away the twist of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that like it's a, it's a fairly tame twist, but it's I I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, the, the biggest part of the story is pretty much how Daphne, like, she's sick and tired of the old, like, mask monster. She wants yeah. something real, so. Which I, I covers it. I, for one, think is hilarious because uh, you, I know that the thing is always like, oh, it's Mr. Jenkins, uh, <laughs> who's the bartender, like, whatever. But uh, 
in addition to these, like, it's always somebody in a mask. They're also like out here stopping sometimes very serious crimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I love how like she just completely forgets all the other good that they're doing for society. <laughs> She's like, oh, I just want like a real haunting for once. I want real danger. Someone get <laughs> which, which makes me think she's not a journalist. She's a cryptozoologist. And yeah. that's the hell that I will die on because she's out here trying to find something real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be careful what you wish for Daphne. <laughs> All right. Uh, this movie was directed by Jim Stenstrom. Uh, his other directing credits were the next four Scooby-Doo movies. So he did Witch's Ghost, uh, The Alien Invaders, and Cyber Chase, nice. which are all Scooby-Doo movies. And he was also a part of the art department in a ton of other Scooby-Doo shows and movies as well. Yeah. So he's no stranger to this franchise. Uh, the cast has Scott Innes, who played Scooby-Doo. Uh, he plays Scooby and Shaggy in a bunch of the movies and video games and TV shows. Uh, and he also plays Scrappy-Doo in the Scooby-Doo live-action movie. Mm. Uh, Billy West plays Shaggy, which I didn't... What was his name? It was Norville? Yeah, his first name is like... a, And, and I had never heard of this before, but Me apparently either. Shaggy is his nickname and his real name is Norville. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you guys if you've ever heard him, like if you if you even knew that this was his no. real name. That was no. a pivotal time when we were rewatching it. Uh, Cody stopped everything. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, you, but this was like two days ago. And how many times have I watched this movie that I'm like, he's credited as Norville. <laughs> I don't think that I've ever heard Shaggy's like real name mentioned in anything. He's definitely no. like the, he's, he comes from money and he's just the outcast of the family. Oh, well, really? yeah, he's like, you know, he, he grew up in a charmed life and he just, you know, <laughs> smokes weed all the time and hangs out yeah. with his dog and eats and like, what's not to love. You got introduced <laughs> to marijuana at a very young age. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. Like, He's very clearly a stoner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is so like kind of ironic because it's such a well-known kids franchise to have a character like this in it. Well, yeah. I, I like that. Like as a kid, it's just like, oh, it's funny. He eats all the time and he's like yeah. kind of lazy. And then like once you once you're a little bit older, you're like, oh, this makes a ton of sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that kind of like subtlety would pass nowadays, like with animation? I think it does. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at so? like every yeah. Disney movie ever. Mm-hmm. There's always a couple adult jokes thrown in there that go completely over your head yeah. when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, even like in the live action Scooby-Doo one, whenever they meet uh, the girl in it and she's like, oh, my name's Mary Jane. And Shaggy's oh, like, yeah. whoa, Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, so Billy West plays Shaggy. Uh, he is known for his roles in Futurama, where he plays Fry, Professor Farnsworth, mm-hmm. and Zoidberg. Uh, he played Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd in Space Jam. He played both Ren and Stimpy in the Ren and Stimpy show. Uh, oh, yes. you did say that. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I, I know we're going to get through the rest of the cast, but this is a completely star-studded cast. It I is. love it. For voice Everyone's, actors, yeah. Yeah, these are, these are the kind of voice actors who just do everything Mm -hmm. billy west or no no hold on it's frank welker i'll get to after but yeah anyways um he was also in the adventures of jimmy neutron and cat dog which was one of my favorites as a kid same Mm -hmm. and uh he also did uh voice dog as well oh did he (gasps) what yeah oh i missed that oh my god 
And um, there's also another movie on here that uh, (laughs) popped out. I don't know if you guys ever remember it. It's called Joe's Apartment. And it had Jerry O'Connell in it. And it's basically about these like cockroaches in his apartment. And like the cockroaches (laughs) like talked and saying stuff. I I just remember that from like like when I was a kid. Hmm. I don't think I've (gasps) ever seen it. I'm seeing stills of it now. I'm slightly grossed out, but I'm also intrigued about this movie. (laughs) It reminds me of, uh, uh, what was that? What was that show? Greg, it's happened to a friend of a friend of a friend of mine. Oh, the slug in the... Yeah, uh, the cockroach. cockroach. What was that show? Yeah, I forget what that was. Can't remember. Um, next up, we have Mary Kay Bergman, who played Daphne, and she played pretty much every female character in South Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in the Beauty and the Beast, Mulan, the Little Mermaid TV show, Captain Planet, among many, many others. Mm-hmm. And she sadly committed suicide in 1999. Yeah, oh, damn. Oh, no. she. She like, was she was so talented. Mm-hmm. Oh, even just her characters in South Park, like mm-hmm. some of those female characters had me in stitches all the time. <laughs> all right, this guy Frank Welker, he played Fred. This motherfucker has eight hundred and seventy-one oh. credits. My God, I don't even know how you do that much stuff. That's insane. <laughs> like he, that's crazy. He, yeah, that's nuts. Like, and a lot of them were just like kind of one-off credits, but a lot of them were like full, like he was this character in this show for like yeah. the entirety of it. I mean, he's got to be in the recording studio like nine to five oh, yeah. at that point. Yeah. That's so cool. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. That's- <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has some really cool credits too. So he played Megatron, Galvatron, and Soundwave in the Transformers live wow. action movies. Huh. Uh, he played Shao Kahn and Reptile in the Mortal Kombat movie from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And he played Garfield in the newer Garfield shows. Oh, nice. Um, because he had so many credits, I didn't go down the list because it was just like so overwhelming. I was like, okay, yeah. he was in this. But yeah, so those are the only ones I have for him. But his name, I mean, if you look down his list, you've heard his voice before for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And lastly, I have BJ Ward who played Velma. And she's in G.I. Joe, The Page Master, Curious George, Grim and Evil, and Courage the Cowardly Dog. Nice. And I have two honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They weren't huge oh characters in the show, but they are huge actors, so they have to be named, in my yep. opinion. Uh, we have Adrian Barbo, who plays yes. Simone. She was my Santa. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. When I looked at the cast list, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Um, the legend. Which, I forget what character he played. If he played the uh, he played the fisherman who was always trying to catch oh, yeah. the catfish. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Snake bite. Yeah, and and I like <laughs> I I can't believe how many of the like the the shows that I loved as a child had huge characters voiced by Mark Hamill because mm-hmm. like he he is uh, uh, some voice actors like you as soon as like they play any character it's just the same voice like, and they oh, just have like. They just have such a distinctive voice, but Mark Hamill, like he can make pretty much any voice mm-hmm. come out of his mouth. I can honestly, t- I I could not tell that it was Mark Hamill. Yeah, no, yeah, I, me, voice me either. Character. Me either. No. 
Yeah, it's crazy the stuff that he can do. Like his uh his Joker um voice, I guess. I don't I, it's not the word that I was looking oh, for, yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm gonna give. Um his character of the Joker, like anytime he plays him, it's just spot on. Yeah. It's good, yeah. Mm-hmm. He will. He was also a standout in uh, Avatar: The Last mm-hmm. Airbender, mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he did the recent uh, Child's Play. Yeah, he was the recent mm-hmm. recent Child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, <laughs> that could yeah. go down a rabbit hole. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed whenever they recast it, but I mean, it is Mark Hamill. But yeah. I also kind of think he was let down a weird path. With the mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. I feel like there was a lot of potential there. Yeah, that they kind of missed a few things, mm-hmm. in my opinion, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. All right, um, Cody, you've kind of already touched on this, but what makes this movie nostalgic for you? Well, I think that the biggest thing for me is like that it, it's less this movie specifically, but like Scooby Doo was such a huge part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like. It was always on every morning at like 10 and 11 on Cartoon Network. So like that was my favorite part of Snow Days was getting to watch Scooby-Doo. Uh, but I can also like I, I can remember growing up and, and visiting my my grandparents, my mom's parents. Um, they uh, I would always get up like I'd wake up super early and then I just watch like four hours of Boomerang and, and Scooby-Doo was always on it. So I like I I think I've, I must have seen like all the classical episodes multiple times. Mm-hmm. I just love anything that has Scooby Doo in it. So uh, this this being like the first Scooby Doo movie that mm-hmm. at least in the like the the late '90s Scooby Doo revival, um, it, it it just like I I love it, and it was something that I watched frequently when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Nice. What about you, Sergio? Does this have any nostalgic value for you? Well, it does, at both because I this was a another movie that was on my blockbuster list. That mm-hmm. when I went over to blockbuster, I would rent this out and I would watch it. And I remember distinctly, and I for, I'm forgetting his character, the the pirate looking guy. What was his name? The zombie. Morgan Moonscar. Yeah, I've yeah. I remember seeing him everywhere, and I just loved his like his look to it and i feel like this was also i mean i gotta admit i'm i'm not a big scooby-doo fan i do enjoy it uh if it's on i feel like it would be perfect like if there's like a horror themed uh bar to have it just like in the background playing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um but this entry in particular really like tickled my fancy when it came to like horror themes um because i think it really kind of up the ante a little bit with these characters um so i think you know just remembering it as a child and then revisiting it now is causing a lot of nostalgia feelings. Nice. What about you, Brooke? Any nostalgic value? Um, not for this movie specifically, kind of in the same um, spectrum as those guys. Like Scooby-Doo, like I watched the TV show as a kid, like the reruns, um, like Cody. Um, I do remember watching a couple of the movies, although I don't like remember them very well mm. um but i can say i did watch like the live action scooby-doo movies like a lot as like a preteen and teenager because i was like mm. 12 when it came out mm. and we watched those so much um yeah but uh not much nostalgic factor but scooby-doo is like is is great so mm-hmm. yeah. nice for me um I always liked Scooby-Doo, but it was never really like my go-to cartoon. 
mm-hmm. which is I don't know, like if it was on, I would watch it. Like I wouldn't switch the channel or anything like that, but I just I wouldn't go searching for it. Mm-hmm. But w- when this movie came out, I was nine. And I remember <clears throat> I can't remember what it was called, but you would get them in the mail all the time. And you could like it was like a checklist and you could like get them to send you movies. It was basically like Netflix like whenever it first started off, but it's, I can't remember what it was called, like Columbia house or something like that. Mm. I don't know if, the, if you guys had that down in the States or not. Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. But it would be, it was literally, it would come in your mail and it'd be like a big long list of movies and you could check off which ones you wanted. And for a subscription price, you could get like five movies a month or something like that. And I remember I made my mom get me this one. Oh, nice. And I really enjoyed it. Like I watched the shit out of this movie when I was a kid, but it wasn't one of those ones that stuck with me throughout my life. Like we just did Casper last week. And that's one that like, I adore that movie. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies from my childhood, as well as one of the movies that we're going to be talking about later on this month. But yeah, I don't know. Like I've always liked it. I've always liked Scooby-Doo. It's just, it's never been like my, my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of into the other cartoon shows like on Cartoon Network at this time, like, um, uh, Cat dog, cat dog. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Bravo. Uh, Johnny Bravo. Oh, cow, yeah. uh, cow chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, even like Powerpuff Girls, like like the Cartoon Network shows, not so much like the Hanna Barbera ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dexter's Laboratory was huge into. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a lot back then. It was hard to hard to focus on one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me. All right. Uh, you guys ready to talk about this movie? Yeah, let's, yeah. Do it. let's go. Let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> right. Brooke, kick us off. All right. Uh, first one to ask, when was the last time you guys watched this movie? Uh, about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> true to that fact. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and both in separate rooms, weirdly enough. We didn't oh, yeah. watch it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He went to his office. I went to mine and we saw it. Do you but guys usually before- do that? Huh? You guys usually do that when, like, when you no, watch movies? No, no, no. I was just trying to. I was trying to multitask and do a little schoolwork. Oh, okay. Um, but besides this, I'm gonna say maybe like last year. We saw okay. it last year, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. This was like this was. I think it might have been the first or one of the first um, movies that was a me request in our Halloween, uh, in our Halloween movie benching because. Our first Halloween together, it was all stuff that that you wanted me to watch because I had seen zero horror movies. <laughs> and <laughs> and you're still together. So then so then the next time around, I was like, I would like to add a couple of mine in here, please. So yes. this was definitely one of the ones that was on the list. And it's been a it's been an annual view around Halloween ever since. Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie for sure. It, yeah. I mean, I have two young kids, so I think this could possibly be like a Halloween tradition for a little while anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you watched it, Mark? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, 21 years ago, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like when I was like, really? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, same, same answer for me. Yeah. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. It was um, good though. Like this was a nice trip down memory lane. But yeah. do you guys see a resemblance? Cause I was trying to go on the synopsis for the, was it to 2000 or 2001 live action movie of it? Like the first with the Scooby-Doo one. Mm. Is there like some sort of resemblance to the plot line here? Because, I was I mean, they thinking also, that. Yeah. Be, because rewatching it, especially last year, because that was the first time I watched it in a while last year. 
And the whole idea of them, you know, not being together anymore and then coming back together and then going to an island and then the monsters end up being mm-hmm. real. Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> the I feel like that definitely for me, because I guess the more nostalgic movie for me would be the uh, live action Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. one with uh, all our 90s slasher favorites um <laughs> and i just felt like they were just like very they're not the same but they have hints of similar plot lines yeah definitely because when i was watching it today i forgot how far i was in but i was like they could really make this into like a live action movie and i was they like totally thinking, i was could. like they kind of already did like what you just said you know the team's broken up for years and then they yeah. get together go to the islands um yeah yeah, I, I definitely saw those resemblance. I do want to actually see a live action like I just want them to go like 100 percent hardcore into it. Just be like, I want people like death. I want like gore. I want like <laughs> super zo- the zombies being zombies and cat people being cat people. And uh, I, maybe the core group dies. I don't know. We'll think about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do think that this like it has the perfect makings of a like one of those out of nowhere remakes Mm -hmm. because they're all coming like the beginning is them all reuniting after years of being apart from each other so like it's not like you it's not like something that would you would need them to like all be together previously to make sense i think it would be a great live action you know i i think we we have decent enough cgi nowadays to do a good job with it i want mm-hmm. to like christopher nolan like dark tone <laughs> version of it. i don't That's know what that, I, uh, want. I don't know that the the the, the, the scooby-doo ip owners <laughs> would be down for that it's yeah, good. it's like uh, Shutter Island, except Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. It's good, James. And it was Bond all in, in like Shaggy's head, like in a mental, like asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Someone laced his weed with something. He actually ate his friends. He was the zombie. <laughs> oh like, I love this so far. I'm like, <laughs> we're on board. Um, who is your favorite Scooby Doo character out of the uh, the main group? Mm. That is a tough question. I feel like I saw myself most in Velma. I knew it. I knew you were going to be <laughs> Velma. It's the glasses. <laughs> but why? Why do you think it's just the glasses? Well, no, just because like I'm, I, I, I feel like I would be like it, the inquisitive one in the group trying to like really look at everything uh, and, and and try to figure it out. Like I, I feel okay, like that you, would be you my keep role. focus and wanting to like. Figure, yeah, figure yeah. Out. Uh, I mean, I think I would be a Daphne if I'm being honest in this movie, at least. Mm. I think I mean, well, I'm saying it like who I would relate to more. My favorite would obviously be Scooby Doo. Um, mm. I think I just love dogs in general. <laughs> um, and I don't remember him saying Rutro at all in this movie. Does he say it? Uh, I think he did. Does he? He probably does. Because at some point, like yeah, I'm watching, yeah. I was like, has he ever said Rutro? Because if he's not. I want out of this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but if I were to relate to anybody, I would say Daphne because I would be like one, pretty naive, and two, like searching for more action. <laughs> you know, like I want, I want to see like it all. So I would be the one being like, let's do it and put our lives at stake for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I would like go with uh, Velma as well. Like. Uh... Fred is kind of like a player, you know, I don't really like Fred that much. I don't know. And Daphne, she just kind of like follows him around for the most part and kind of lets him do his own thing, especially in this movie. Like he's clearly flirting with uh, 
whatever her name is. It's Lena. Lena. <laughs> yeah. Her name she, is Lena. Mm-hmm. Lena. Okay. Okay. Um, and I like Daffy and like the live action one too because she's kind of like this nerdy one, and then like she just takes off the glasses. You know, is super. Oh yeah. Take the glasses, do the hair flip, all yeah, of a sudden yeah, like yeah. drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she's like the smartest one out of the whole bunch, I think. Really. Mm-hmm. It's like she's the one that pretty much solves the case. Like, well, really Scooby Doo and Shaggy Doo, but they kind of don't do it on purpose, right? They're just kind of fall into it. Yeah. Who are you, Mark? Uh, if we're talking favorite, I'm going to say Shaggy. Uh, I mean, it's either Shaggy or Scooby because, I mean, how do you not love the two of them? Yeah. Um, but uh, one that I most relate to. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. Like you, zombies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minus like the whole scare, like scaredy cat factor of Shaggy and Scooby. I feel like I probably could relate to them just like i don't know i'm i don't take things like the combination of both of them yeah like i don't take things very seriously i like to eat Um, (laughs) so i mean i don't know minus the fact that they get scared at like everything i feel like i could relate to them Mm -hmm. maybe a mix of like daphne and shaggy we'll say and i feel like scooby-doo is like one of the most well liked um like cartoon products out there because like i got uh told my girlfriend bettina that we're gonna watch this and she's like oh can i watch it with him like we watched it together and just like the opening theme song like just put me in this mm-hmm. mood like this yeah like, oh i'm into this mood now you know bringing back yeah. that uh that music it was just amazing i like how they the opening scene is like daphne um on TV, like explain her best, uh, I guess their best catches that they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys remember if that moat monster was like an old episode or they just kind of made it up for this show or this movie? Do you remember? Uh, I feel like I feel like it's probably a reference to an older episode. It has to be. I feel like you would I mean, think so. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. I just I, like I can't I can't think of anyone specifically, though. I do like how I think it sets you up. This movie sets you up for how different it's going to be, because at the beginning, they're like, we want you hooked because this is they do the regular like, you know, they chase being chased around in different mm-hmm. corridors, you know, yeah. like the usual thing they do in mm-hmm. the old, old uh, cartoon. And we're like, OK, we gave you a, a hint of like nostalgia with how it was in the old show. And now this is like a brand new thing that we're, we're, we're starting mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i like was this because this is the first movie of like theirs when the show ended right yeah this was there were, this was kind of like a comeback and then since it got positive reviews and did really well selling like vhs's and stuff like that yeah so it's um, kind of really that, smart that they oh go ahead no no after Catch that off. they just started with like a ton of movies after that yeah mm-hmm. yeah because uh, i like that they kind of like start you off do you think that they're together and then they show you, oh, the the gains broken up. It's like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> the worst yeah, right. news ever. And they're all sad about it. It's just like, <laughs> I miss them. I miss them so much. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> call them. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like how Fred and uh, Daphne are still together as well. And then um, Fred, you know, being nice for once, he actually hears, you know, Daphne talking about how she misses the gain. She yeah. goes out and gets them all and for her birthday. And I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, it was. 
Though I gotta admit, but because they're not like together together but they're always there's like that sexual tension between them yes i'm gonna see sexual tension between daphne and fred um but then also like it's it's a weird situation because daphne's also like stop flirting with everybody and and then she goes and flirts with Bo though like so they have this weird open kind of thing even though they know that they're like attracted to each other i'm just like can you guys just like yeah get a room already yeah yeah i think that the thing is just like there's always one of them uh, like kind of flirts with another person and the other will revenge flirt with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it just goes back and forth. They're like dynamic for the, yeah, for the most part much. of the movie. It's very like real life high school. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In a sense. That was a question I was going to bring up. Like, are they actually together? Because I don't think they've ever like we always together. just we always just assume that they were together just I because they like, have that dynamic. But... I feel like in one of the movies they were in the live action movie. I think they were together. They were together. Then they were like on and off again. Yeah. Right. Like by the end, they ended up being like an item. But I don't know for the TV, like the TV show, if they ever explicitly said like their yeah, I don't, relationship. I, I don't think they ever got into like that in the TV show. But I feel like they probably explored it in one or two of the movies. Mm-hmm. And I do like how they have uh, like their jobs that they have outside of the game is mm-hmm. kind of like similar to the job they had like in when they were together like uh yeah. shaggy and um scooby or <laughs> he's like a drug sniffing dog kind of like, oh yeah yeah for a Custom, customs agent yeah 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 i thought they, it made sense for them to be like tsa kind of uh jobs there i was really sad when they got fired but yeah i was like oh man that's a good job well, <laughs> i mean like you, you technically can't just eat everything though that's the problem. Oh, did you guys know? I don't know if you guys uh, read this about Casey Kasem, who was the original Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, he actually refused to do this, uh, to, to actually voice Shaggy ever again, because uh, Shaggy's not a vegetarian. He, I guess, like at some point eats a crawfish, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Sha- the Casey Kasem was like, I'm not returning to the role until you take that that part out. Like, he can't eat was he that a, food and i'm like was he a vegetarian bruh. in the cartoon <laughs> doesn't he eat burgers and shit yeah, yeah. I, I don't know you can't just change the game now like this is like an iconic character they're so vegan that's why, burgers uh, I, I just feel like like it's such it's such a classic shaggy thing to have like the sub with everything on it there's yeah. gotta be meat in there yeah so it was yeah he just refused to it and they offered him again and he just kept refusing to do it um and that's why I think you said Billy Billy West. Billy West did it. Yeah, he did it from from then on. And then I think Matthew Lillard voices him for a bunch of other entries of the movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, not some movies, took the series. Over, yeah, because mm-hmm. he played him in the live action. Yeah, and he still does his voice. Does he? Day. Yeah, like he did okay. the one that came out last year. I think, pretty sure. Scoob. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were kind of mentioning that uh, during these like old movies, they don't really have those like over the top like adult jokes. But I just thought that during this like contraband scene, like the food mm-hmm. is like marijuana or drugs that like they would find 
in people's bags and take back to the evidence room. Oh, uh, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> so obviously you can't show them, you know, like smoking marijuana or something. So yeah, so that is a giant wheel of Gorgonzola. Yeah, that was- <laughs> <laughs> take that away. I mean, like like anyone is just shipping like like blue cheese in their suitcase. I can't even imagine <laughs> yeah, what yeah. that must smell like after being on a plane for like 12 hours. Uh. Yeah, I guess I'm not allowed to bring Gorgonzola on my next flight out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then Velma's job is that she works at a bookstore, which I think is very fitting for her character mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's most like, I think sci-fi books or like horror books that she... Mystery books that she I, has. I want to say like oh, horror mystery, mystery books. Because yes, yes. one of them, I always, because I legit thought she, she said... Oh yeah, we have the Hellraiser series, and no, I was she's, like, it's a hair, hair razor. razor, hair yeah. razor number twenty three, which is clearly a, a goosebumps nod. I was like, what Hellraiser? Go Velma. Um, so yeah, we learned that this movie, their um, investigation, takes place in New Orleans. Do you think that's a good fit for this movie? Absolutely. If you're trying to find a real ghost, I would go to. That's where I'd go, New Orleans, or a zombie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with their voodoo zombie. shit yeah i honestly i i love i love the setting uh, mm-hmm. of of this entry mm-hmm. yeah the, it, it, it's just perfect for it mm-hmm. I've i always liked, wanted to, oh, sorry. Uh, i was gonna say i i like the setup to this movie like the story wise but kind of the later part of the story kind of loses me a bit but i do really like the uh the like opening of how they get there and why mm-hmm. they're going to this island yeah yeah, definitely. What's that we say, Mark? I was gonna say I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. <laughs> Same. Um, I want to go. I mean, I'm not ready for like the heat and humidity, but yeah, I would go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it'd be a really fun time. I like but also kind of like. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I have to say, like, I think what's that movie? Um, Hatchet. I Hatchet, think it yeah. takes place. Yeah. I was like. Oh man, that that, that movie ruined uh, lagoons for me. I mean, <laughs> every time I think of like horror movies and uh, and New Orleans, I I think of Skeleton Key. That's yeah. oh yeah, yeah, very New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the uh, the ghost in this. His name like Morgan Moonscar and like mm-hmm. Moonscar Island. I thought mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, the design of him I feel like is very classic. Yeah, like it's, it, I like it's a standout. Classic pirate. Yeah, yeah. So I do got to say, so um, there is a character of Jacques. I think he's the boat guy. Is he the? Yeah, the, he's the, the guy, ferry driver. Yeah. The ferry yeah. driver. So he's played by Jim Cummings, who is also like a big uh, yeah, voice is. actor. And I kind of like because we were like, this voice sounds so familiar. It's very New Orleans. And he apparently plays Ray, the um, I guess the, the Firefly uh, light from Princess and the Frog. Um, if you guys seen that movie, I can't remember if I've seen that or not. I've seen it, but I, I it's been a while since I've watched it. He, well, it, listeners, if you guys remember him, he's like the guy who is in love with like the star or something in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He also did a lot of. He actually played Cat from Cat Dog. Okay. Oh, okay. He plays a uh, Pete in Goofy movie. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. He plays Ed, the hyena from Lion, from Lion King, which I don't know which hyena was that. Ed was not... like the crazy one. I think. The cra- yeah. Oh, shoot. OK, so and he also was in a bunch of Bionicle movies and Bionicle was oh, very Bionicle. nostalgic for me because I, I was obsessed Bionicle. with Bionicle. <laughs> I don't know if they sell them anymore, but no, they probably don't. 
probably worth some money though if you have any lying around. Yeah, they would be. Legos are ridiculously priced now. Mm-hmm. We're still oh, saving yeah. up for a Millennium Falcon. Then yeah, oh. someday. Like the, the dream, big, huge one. The it's dream. Like Twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just released the Titanic, which is like almost ten thousand <gasps> pieces. Apparently. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, I want the Titanic. Yeah. How much is? Do you know how much that is? I couldn't even imagine if it's the it's the biggest one they have. So it has wow. to be breaking over a thousand. Oh, easily. I have to say, yeah. Yeah. I would do that though. I would if I had a bigger place, I would yeah. do. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the tangents, I'm telling you, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's all good. It's all good. So the Lego oh. Titanic is $630. Yeah, <gasps> I found it too. <laughs> not bad. That's I not mean bad not good, but not bad. 9,090 piece scale. Jeez. That'd wow. be a project. That'd be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it looks really nice. Yeah, looks legit. Sorry, I know guys is a visual, uh, not a visual medium, but the Titanic <laughs> Lego set really looks nice. Just Google. Yeah, it. It's it's funny. Uh, speaking of like Lego, I just asked my girlfriend for Christmas for the Infinity Gauntlet uh, Lego. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so getting back to, yeah. uh, <laughs> 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 um, I love the scene in the the house. Like it gets. Right when they get to the house, pretty much shit like starts popping off right away. Mm-hmm. And they're in the kitchen, and Shaggy and Scooby see the uh, the get out written on the wall. And then uh, Velma just starts destroying their house. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that was so funny when she comes back into the house and she's like, "What are you doing to my wall?" Or like, "What?" I was like, "Velma, my God, so no it, fucks it given from Velma." Velma was like, "I guess Seriously. I got carried away," and I'm like, "Yeah, it does a little bit." Question though, they they take people every year right yeah so like do, it, does the ghost of morgan moonstar just kind of carve get out every year on the wall like yeah. I, I don't know and they just like replaster it maybe that's a lot of work that's, that's a like question. A, wasting more money than not <laughs> yeah. i don't know you, I, you would think that if morgan like he was killed by uh the main girl I forget what her name is simone i think simone, it's simone. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And um you think that he would be trying to help the the Scooby Doo crew, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like scaring them. Yeah, so you would think that he would like put clues as to who is actually behind. Well, that's yeah, why he's saying get out. Yeah, he says get out, beware. There's the I oh, guess maybe it is warning later mm-hmm. who's like you guys so. should leave. <laughs> <laughs> These people are cat people, get out. <laughs> I That's, gotta tell you, I was not expecting the cat people plot. Me, me I was like, well, it, it okay. Does, it does come a little bit out of left field. But because I, it's a cat slash voodoo story because they got the voodoo dolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I I really like the scene last too. I do think it's it's a little on the nose to like have the nameplate of the ship like in your kitchen. But hey, you know, if it, I just feel like I, I wouldn't want to use the like weathered wood of a ship to build a house yeah. personally. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like a good accent wall, but not a, not yeah. the entire foundation. Not the structure, of your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're basically just like throwing stuff together to build a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love when they first show up in Scooby's just chasing all these cats around. Oh, and destroying the garden. <laughs> yeah. I, see, it's funny watching this back as an adult because like, 
when when he destroys the garden, you meet Bo for the first time, and Bo's like muttering under his breath because he's like so pissed that it's like he just spent all week on this thing. <laughs> and like as a kid, you're supposed to be like, oh, that's suspicious. I bet he's like the guy. Yeah. And then, but like as an adult, I'm like, I'd be pissed too. Oh, for this sure. It takes a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's just genuinely grouchy. Yeah. He's really mm-hmm. just genuinely pissed off. <laughs> well, he's, I bet he's just pissed because like he's a detective and he has to pretend to like be a gardener for like yeah. months. Yeah. Do you like how uh, Shaggy is like, he's not giving Scooby shit like, He's like, okay, stop doing that. <laughs> there was like, uh, I thought you said he'd liked cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lena was all pissed because they lied to her. <laughs> um, how about the uh the mojo pig that is owned by I think uh what's his name? We snake, snake bite. Snake bite. Yeah, yeah. I thought Snakebite reminded me of uh, the bad guy from Rescuers Down Under. Yes, nice. That's a good nice. comparison. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, but uh, I yeah. I saw it once when I was a kid. Yeah, I, that was one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah, me too. Me too. I just wish this character had like more screen time. Mm-hmm. You know, like had mm-hmm. I guess like a bigger part in the entire plot. He was an interesting character. He yeah. He's just trying to catch that catfish. Well, he was really just there to be a red herring. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Out, like, mm-hmm. who did it? They were really trying. They really did a lot of work to just throw us off to be like, no, like think it's all these elements, and then yeah. kind of at the end have that that switch on us. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I was kind of thinking that when they got on the ferry, and you know the ferry driver uh, Jacques, he's like super nice, and then they meet uh, Snakebite, and you're like, oh, Snakebite's definitely going to be a bad guy, yeah. and like, mm-hmm. whatever. And then they meet Bo and they make him kind of seem like a sketchy dude and Velma doesn't trust him, but then he turns out to be a detective the whole time. But you gotta say, it'd be a pretty good live action version, you know. It would be. Gets uh, like Wee Harrelson to play Bo or something like that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He'd be perfect for it. <laughs> that would be. True detective, you know. <laughs> um, any you... other scenes? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, who would you have to play Snakebite? Hmm. I'm picturing hmm. J.K. Simmons. Okay. I okay. I also am thinking of the who's that? Sam Elliott. Do you oh, know who yeah. That is? Yeah. I can kind of see him there, but I don't think mm-hmm. he has like the craziness that, I, that I'm um, asking for. Yeah. Who's the guy that plays the like? That's not a knife. This is a knife. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a funny cameo. Yeah. yeah. Um, any scenes you guys wanted to talk about? Or like through, some of your favorite scenes? I'm looking through my notes. I love um I, I think that one of my favorite scenes, which is probably like the one of the scarier ones, is like when they uh when when the zombies are already coming to life and they're like trying to take the mask off and then they just end up decapitating the guy <laughs> yeah that that one that one was good that one gets you because this is like every scooby doo every scooby doo show up until this point it's always been somebody in a mask so you're mm-hmm. like expecting it to be somebody in a mask 
And then like, first of all, this is like a super like lanky, skinny zombie. And they're like, oh, it's Jacques who's like big and buff or it's Bo who's <laughs> big and buff. Like like these these people who just like physically could not fit inside this body. Mm-hmm. And then they just pull the head off and you're like, oh, shit, like these are actual zombies. <laughs> And it like makes it kind of real because they've never dealt with something real before. I got to piggyback off that because I think my favorite scene is the whole zombie slash soundtrack montage. Oh, my God. So good. It's it's terror time again is my jam. That song was stuck in my head for a while. You can't find that song anywhere, by the way. You can find a bunch of covers, but like I can't find the original. You probably got to like buy the original like CD or something. Well, you got to go back in time and buy the soundtrack. Okay. (laughs) But I I also just I think I liked the look of the zombies. I think they looked pretty, pretty spooky. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you get a lot of details in them. And they're not kind of like sugarcoating it too much where, mm-hmm. you know, they look scary to at least like for like a, a young child. I feel like this kind of zombie looks like a pretty scary zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's one question I had. I don't know if I was typing notes up to the scene, but whenever Scooby and Shay or Scooby falls into like the I think it was a grave, I think, or the hole. Yeah. And he sees Morgan's ghost. How does Morgan turn into the zombie? Well, I, so my my assumption here was that it was something related because I was thinking the same thing. It was I, I feel like the, the it's something related to the same like to the cat god whose magic is like keeping Simone and Lena alive. Right. I think mm-hmm. it's like every year they just rise from the dead. I don't know why that would happen, but apparently it does. So. That, that was kind of my understanding because that's the only like the cat god is the only like source of like magic or anything supernatural on this. So it's got to be related to that. But I, I don't know, like what about their curse would make these these zombies come back to life, but just for the night. Mm-hmm. Although the funny thing is like the, we find out later that the detective dug this massive pit. Which had a skeleton in it, and he did nothing about that skeleton. <laughs> so he must be really bad at his job. The other scene that I actually was pretty fond of was the, well, obviously the reveal, but I like the whole idea of them introducing the, those like, was it wax? Wax voodoo dolls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, those also like, they don't, they don't make sense. There's no logic to how or why or when they work. Because like if if your body is bound to it in that like lifting it up is what like activates it is it like because you're holding it otherwise I don't know why like you'd be able to to move about because your doll is just standing still yeah I just don't get it it kind of feels like like movie magic to me I also feel like I mean you could probably just kill all three of them right there and then oh, just totally like, oh for sure <laughs> well, she could have like, literally yeah. just went <laughs> just like, and that's it <laughs> it's kind of like how uh how they accidentally kick the dolls close to that torch and they all start melting at some mm-hmm. point that was vicious it was like yeah. looked like old people like mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. man that was that's what i'm saying like i feel like this had a lot of potential to be pretty gruesome mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah like when it, during that montage, whenever they're running away, I think it's, I think it's Fred and Daphne. They like pull the tree branch like far back and let it go, and it like severs oh, the, the zombies. It slices them in half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, are there are there kills in this movie? Like, do people die? Uh, like I would say, like the, the three two, cat people, the do. three cat people. 
and but that's actual people. I mean, well, and then like the zombies are already dead, but they like get to finally rest. But this would officially mark the like deaths in Scooby Doo because I don't yeah. think anyone dies in the original series. Yeah, I don't think so either because it was always like it's just someone who's like printing money in the basement and they, you know, and they dress up as a giant monster to scare people away for some reason, which is not what I would do if I was trying to <laughs> print money in the basement. But yeah, I. I, I do think that this is the first time that like we're even getting into the concept of people dying as a result. Yeah, they got to the kill them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Scooby Doo kill count of three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also really the... like. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I also really like the scene where like right before they go out and they see the zombies and like the the famous like let's split up scene and Daphne's like I'll go with Belle and Fred's like no <laughs> that's you, not a good no idea. you won't and so then Velma when she's like. I'll go with Belle. And then she says to Fred, I won't let him out of my sight. Like, it's supposed to be about, like, Velma being suspicious of him. But given that how much Fred protests before, I'm like, Velma's just cock-blocking him for you. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good friend. <laughs> I legit thought Bo was going to smash her head in with that rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I was like, this is the moment. Oh, geez. Yeah. Because it's it's well within the movie at this point to reveal something, right? So yeah, I was yeah, like, this is close it. This to is the where... end, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, one nostalgic thing about like Scooby Doo always remember is Scooby's impersonation he does of the monsters trying to explain them oh, to yeah. the <laughs> game. <laughs> like when he sucks in his stomach and you know, he's oh, yeah. made himself look like a zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was so funny. I'm trying to train my dog to do that it has not been <laughs> successful so <laughs> you gotta have a great dane that's the problem that is the problem oh man yeah yeah i i just like i love this movie overall i do think it's great i i love i i was like i think i've been listening to it's terror time again like over and over all afternoon today just because it's <laughs> such a good song but i think the only other thing that like really as i was watching back like was something i wanted to talk about is at the end they get on the ferry and they start going back to the mainland, but who is operating that ferry because Jacques uh, disintegrated? Mm-hmm. Would it have been... Um, Who's driving it? What's his face? Snakebite? Snakebite, yeah. Would it no, have been him? No. no. Oh, well, because we see him like... We see him in a different boat while yeah. the ferry is moving. So that's that's the real question. Who sure was Fred operating like... the ferry? I was going to say no, Fred. they were all on the boat. You can't just like... This isn't something that you can just like go drive. They put it on autopilot. I think, I think you're getting a little too deep for this uh, this movie. Here. I'm telling you, Cole, this is what happens on our podcast, people. I, I the real questions. <laughs> Jensen was getting with. mad at us last week because we were coming up with these crazy, like, how is this happening questions? It's a kid's movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Though, I mean, I also do like the look of the cat people. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, when they when they like design. transform form it because I'm seeing like a picture of it right now. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it reminiscent to how uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer vampires mm-hmm. look. Yeah. Um. I, I I really like the design. I feel like this was a good entry to like a bunch of the '90s kind of animated stuff, but they weren't afraid to be scary looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when Lena and Simone first transformed, they do look pretty freaky. Like Jacques yeah. is a little different because. He actually looks like a cat. Yeah, he kind of looked like a werewolf a bit. Yeah, because yeah. that doesn't quite make sense either. Because Lena and Simone 
kind of do this like mid transfer and then they go full wear cat. But Jacques mm-hmm. just goes like full wear cat <laughs> well before either Lena mm-hmm. or Simone do. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's something that like once the moon comes out, they can just like at will or if it was tied to a specific thing. I feel like it's it's probably like they they can and Jacques just like went the full way, whereas Lena and Simone chose to like be that like scary middle ground. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that it's like I think it's the right kind of scary for it for like kids to watch it mm-hmm. because it's not like super terrifying, but it's definitely scary. Well, can someone uh and this again, this is my Daphne moment coming out. Just like overall really sum up the background story of how this all happened. Yeah, I can do it. So they, <laughs> this, 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 this is my pick. I, I will take this burden on. So uh, apparently back in the, because this came out in 1998. So if we assume that the movie itself is taking place in 1998, then it would be the late 18th century. Uh, and I was trying to think, I don't know if there were people like really living in Louisiana at that point. There might have been because the French settled down there. But um, but in the late 1790s in that era, um, they're just like innocently living on this island, living off the land, you know, being being good people and worshiping this pagan cat god that doesn't resemble any actual like being that I, I don't know where they got it from. The only other cat god that I can think of is from like Egyptian mythology, but mm-hmm. we won't we won't look too hard at that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, they worship this cat god to give them good harvests. And uh, then out of nowhere, these pirates come on and they basically force everybody off into the bayou where they're then eaten by crocodiles. And so in a moment of desperation, Lena and Simone basically beg their cat god to give them the ability to fight off these pirates. And so the cat god does that and turns them into were cats and allows them to basically steal the life force and and, and really kill all of these pirates and then doing so allows them to live forever but they have to they have to basically find a new person to steal the life force from every year and so over time they had people come and they and, and they built a pepper plantation on the island and then they slowly cut off all the people working the plantation i don't know who still runs the plantation if it's just the two of them there but again we won't look at that too hard uh and then like over time they had like tourists come because you saw some really touristy people like uh, a like middle-aged guy in a Hawaiian shirt with a, with a big camera around his neck. Uh, so I, over time, they just like they kept feeding off of people to stay alive, basically. And so they originally got it to help themselves, but they didn't realize that like the flip side of getting this power is that they would have to feed off of somebody new every single year or they'd die. So they're so they're these people. They've been killing people for years for like 200, 200 years, years yeah. she said. Yeah. Oh, shit. And so they probably even made up this idea of Morgan Moonscar's treasure being buried on the island so people would come looking for it and they can trap them there and kill them each year. Mm-hmm. Treasure brings tourists. Mm-hmm. Messed up. I just... Yeah, I was going to say that... Uh... Like the settlers killed by Crocs was like super dark and I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked it up to see if like Louisiana has any sort of like mythology of like cat people or something like that, like mm-hmm. with the voodoo stuff, but well, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't find anything. Yeah, but. I'm curious if it's something that was brought up from the Caribbean in the same way that that mm. voodoo and voodoo were. Yeah, that like maybe it was something from there that I'm just not familiar with. 
Um, but yeah, that, that was kind of what they suggested was that these settlers were worshiping some sort of pagan God to give them, uh, to give them good harvest. And if it works, I mean, Hey, who's to blame them? But how did you guys feel about this? Like reveal? I thought it was pretty cool. I, I, don't, I didn't really, I didn't like it, but I mean, it is very different than like any other Halloween movie or something. So I guess I can appreciate it for that fact, but yeah, I like yeah. that. It was actual people and mm-hmm. not like that's there was like an actual transformation which is not very typical of a scooby-doo movie as we've already talked about but yeah yeah i i, I will say that like the backstory does kind of read a little bit as a reach to me <laughs> but <laughs> it's cool yeah. so yeah i thought that the uh, the peppers would have came more into play because like the whole movie like shag and scooby are eating them and like the whole movie but then all they really do is like spray pepper in Jock's face. <laughs> that was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and then Scooby picks a bunch as he's leaving and takes them with him. Yeah. 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 I thought it was definitely going to be leading into either they were purposely giving it to them to like weaken them or something. Mm. Yeah, that would have um, been interesting. We're like, oh, yeah. perfect. But the twist there was like those peppers. This is what actually is doing. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Um but that was not the case. <laughs> when we make the live action remake, we'll make sure we add that in. Oh, okay, I mean, perfect. I think that would I think that would be a nice touch. Yeah. Only, only Shaggy and Scooby are the ones actually eating the pepper. Mm-hmm. So and they're the only ones who end up getting their life yeah. force drained. They just like shit till they die. That's like <laughs> that's, that's what happens. <laughs> Death by diarrhea. Yeah. Well, Death I, think by at diarrhea. One point, <laughs> I think at one point near the end, they almost turn into zombies, don't they? Because they get like. Yeah, super well, sickly looking. Well, because they start, uh, Simone and Lena start uh, sucking the life force out mm-hmm. of them, and that's when it, it it turns around and and Velma is able to basically make their wax dolls into wax dolls of Simone and Lena, mm-hmm. which I also I I do call a little bit foul on that because I feel like you can't just like take this magic wax and then add somebody's stuff to it and all of a sudden it is a voodoo doll. I feel like there's got to be like. <laughs> some sort of like ritual to to tie that doll to a person that Velma wouldn't just know. Yeah. Do you think voodooism is real? Like obviously people like study voodooism and and like practice it, but like do you think that like these whole voodoo dolls dolls actually hold any merit? I don't know. It's it's hard to say. You know how I treat it like it's it's how I think of Ouija boards where mm. like they're a toy, uh, but I'm not going to mess with it. I, yeah. You I'm, know, that's where I feel like, I mean, I don't necessarily believe it, but if someone was like, oh, do you want to learn about this? Let's go here. I mean, I will learn about it, but at the same time, I won't actually do anything about it. I, I like, I'm good. <laughs> I, li- I, th- I like to think of it like the rules of, of the skeleton key in the way that they portrayed it there, which was that like it doesn't work on you until you believe in it and once you believe in it then it gives it power which is something where i'm like i don't want to mess with that Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) how about you guys i i think it's a little far-fetched i like the whole thing with like curses and stuff like that i don't yeah i don't hold any any real i don't know thoughts you, towards it you don't worship a cat god for good harvest <laughs> each year we do i'm just oh waiting for you guys to turn into cat people yeah i don't know like it's a part of that whole like black magic stuff so mm-hmm. i mean 
who knows it's not around us you know we're far away from new orleans so that's fine (laughs) i mean like folk folk magic especially in the south is like a huge Mm. part of the heritage so yeah exactly it's it's all out there whether or not it works i mean who's to say it could be very much a part of like what you get out of it is what you put into it Mm -hmm. yeah that's an interesting concept uh, so one question I had about the ending is what does detective Bo take back to his people? <laughs> like, how does think, he explain this? I don't this? think like, anything. It kind of suggests, it was kind of suggested to me that like he ends up going on uh, Daphne's TV show to talk about uh, it. To talk about it. But even then gonna, it's not like, going to. But well, and also like Daphne's TV show, Coast to Coast, like there is an AM radio show called Coast to Coast that's been around since the late 80s that talks about paranormal stuff. Really? I like I can't imagine that it's a coincidence that her TV show about paranormal stuff was named Coast to Coast. Is the real one hosted by someone named Daphne? No, no. The real one is I can't remember the name of the guy, but we listened to the last podcast on the left a lot. Mm -hmm. And Henry talks about Coast to Coast all the time in pretty much every alien episode ever. Okay. Huh. Um, any other <laughs> any other things you guys wanted to talk about the movie or anything we missed? No, I mean they I guess they have that like open ended you know the like the killer's not yet dead because they the cats come are still on the boat and they're all like they're lives. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like we're still yeah. around. <laughs> 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 and Scooby's like Rrr. <laughs> you know what would also be an interesting twist I, I I'm just gonna put this out there since we already started writing the script for the uh, for the live action movie it's instead of uh, the the zombies are anyone who dies on the island but I would like it if specifically the people whose life force gets sucked away are turned into cats a la hocus pocus mm. and okay. And that's why there's so many cats around and Simone keeps such a close eye on them no what I would do is uh, fair but I would have them go off, right? And then once they reach land, um, and was like, okay, we're gonna go our separate ways. And then like Scooby like turns around and his eyes start glowing. Ooh. And it's like turned out like no, you oh can't, no, you not can't, Scooby. You can't do Scooby like that. All right, who would you who would go down? Uh Bo. No, it Fred. has to be the main you, cast. No, you I, can't, Fred. You, no, you Fred. can't have it be someone. No, it has cast. to be Fred. No. Get, get Fred out of there. I, <laughs> I disagree. Bo can be the new Fred. Bo can be the new Fred. They're mm-hmm. setting up for that. For no, that. because Bo doesn't wear an orange ascot. And that's the only thing that makes Fred uh, an individual. Though I do yeah. want, because something just popped into my head. Um, <clears throat> I want something like this, but again, more like gruesome in my opinion. Uh, but with these characters, but like the old school animation ones, like so like the Flintstones uh, meet like killer something. You know, or uh, like the Jetsons meet uh, some like something hard related when you mix them both into the into Jetsons meet the Xenomorph. Oh, yeah, that's yes. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, Flintstones meet that. Tremors. <gasps> that is so good. I would so watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, I feel like I would be a fan of that kind of series coming out. Even if, yeah, they, if there's like two minute little YouTube videos, I would That'd watch be so that. cool. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that that's it for me. I mean, overall, mm-hmm. ended. Everyone wins. It's very, you know, it's skeptical because you guys just experienced something pretty traumatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys 
and this is real stuff that you just dealt with. It's not like a, another human being. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you guys are going to carry it. I don't know what the other movie after this movie happens or if any of the other movies are canon or they're like I mean, part of the Scooby-Doo cinematic universe. None <laughs> of them are like super related. I forgot about Cyber Chase. Now it's all in my brain. And I'm thinking of that like little electrical, like blue electrical virus guy. They, they were all kind of out there. And like, I, I think they were all very standalone, too. Oh, OK. Like even Witch's Ghost doesn't like really tie back to this much at all. Have you seen the Witch's Ghost? I don't think so. I, I think I, I think I have, but it's been like probably since it came out for me. That was with like the girl group. And oh, yeah, vampires, the, the Hex right? Girls. I, I had a crush on the Hex Girls when I was a kid. OK, <laughs> yes, I do remember. I may have one. maybe have watched it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've watched Return to Zombie Island. How was that? I haven't seen Return to Zombie Island. I feel like I have watched it. I don't know, though. All right. Well, if that's it, we'll wrap this discussion up. And that's the way the blood splatters. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what you were going to do for that. I know. All right. Um, so we'll do our reviews. Um, whoever's going first, uh, we'll get your story and your quality. Both of them are out of 10. So Sergio or Cody, you guys can flip a coin on who wants to go first there. You want to go first? I, you can go first. All right. You're the most passionate about this. Probably. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, story, I would give it. I'd give it a seven. I love this movie, but not actually make it a six. I'm going to downgrade it a little bit. I love the movie, but not necessarily for the story. I think there are some some holes in it. Um, but quality, I'd give this one like a nine. The The animation is good. It, it I think it flows well. I I love this movie so much. So nice. I think those are my scores. Nice. Cool. So wait, what was the breakdown? It's story and quality. Quality. Yeah. Story. I'm going to give it a gonna give it a five because I mean we we've had a lot of like zombie storylines in a, a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the kicker is that it meets with Scooby, like the Scooby gang. Mm-hmm. Um so I I mean overall it did you know keep me interested. Uh the plot the the plot twist was interesting, but I, it was okay. It was, I was just like, oh okay, I kind of saw it coming with the cats, so um, I'll give it a five for quality. I think overall was it was a pretty good good film. I I, I would rewatch it again, obviously, because we do it every year. Mm-hmm. So I would give it one more up. I'll be six. Six. Six for that. Cool. Solid. What about you, bro? All right. So so Cody and I are pretty similar. Um, I gave him my story six out of ten. Uh, I said this one was hard to rate, like compared to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this story because it's different than most Scooby-Doo stories. Uh, like Daphne says, she wants a real monster, no mask, and they do deliver that. But the end reveal, I wasn't really a fan of. Um, I thought there were some good jokes in the classic Scooby-Doo lines, like, you know, oh, jankies and all those crazy words that they came up with. Zoinks. <laughs> Zoinks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for quality, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, I said the animation is fantastic for its time. Hannah Barbera always knocks it out of the park. But the voice acting was great in the oh, music. Yeah. The music was the best part of the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Mark? 
I had a really hard time rating this one too. I texted Brooke. I'm like, I don't know if you've done this section yet of your notes, but like, <laughs> I'm really struggling with this. But uh, I gave my story a five out of 10 as, uh, as well as Sergio. Um, don't love it. Don't hate it. There's some plot holes. There's that. I mean, we've already kind of touched base throughout the entire episode of how different it is from other Scooby-Doo movies, which was good. Um, but I mean, it it's super far-fetched too, but it is, it's a fucking, it's a childhood cartoon. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it's kind of a given that it's going to be far-fetched. Uh, my quality, I gave it a seven out of 10. I thoroughly enjoyed the comedy aspects of this movie as uh, it's like it's present in everything that Scooby-Doo. Um, it's a very I don't want to say it's a big touch of nostalgia for me, but I mean, the nostalgic factor is there. This was a show and a movie that I watched when I was a kid. So that was always nice. And like Brooke said, the music was really good. Um, that song too. I really enjoy it. I can't remember. What's it called? It's called it's terror time. Again. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. You're that's a right down in my mind. <laughs> me <laughs> too. <Damn> it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The soundtrack is really good. The voice acting was really good. Like we said at the very start, this it's like an all-star cast for voice actors. So they really brought in the the heavy hitters. So yeah, five out of ten and a seven out of ten for me. Nice. Okay. You guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I don't think this movie does well there. Well, Maybe you'll be surprised. I feel like be surprised. Will, you will get the hit, nostalgic hit. So unfortunately for you guys, there is no critics consensus. So you're going to have to go in blind on what you think the critics scored it. Critics. I mean, I heard that it got positive <laughs> feedback. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I have no faith that the critics can appreciate this movie as much as I can. I don't think that they gave it good, really good reviews. I'm going to go with 65. I'm going to go with because it's a, it's a percent, right? I'm going to go with uh, 45. You are both very, very off. Oh, my God. We, uh, <laughs> what was it? The critics scored at 88 percent. Oh, wow. Damn. Oh, we, we have no faith in humanity. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, there was only eight critic reviews. Hmm. And the average. Oh, wait. I think I did see that. Yeah. The average score was a 7.1 out of 10. The audience score was a 78% on 25,000 ratings and an average score oh, of wow. four out of five. Yeah. So pretty well received on Rotten Tomatoes anyways. I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't checked the other ones, but. Um, yeah, Letterbox is a 3.7. Okay. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. So we, we haven't done Letterbox. How, what is the rating out of that? It's out, it's of, like five. out of five. Out of five. Okay. And nice. it's real people. Okay. It's not critics. It's just people They're like personal, you and I. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we have any friends? No, no we just don't. Us. Yeah. Just you and I. Oh, Brooke. Wait, what happened? Oh, I you guys personally were saying, like, do we have friends? <laughs> I was like, oh, we're getting intimate here. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, time for us to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, no, but we, we, we've started doing um, like a kind of a call out on Letterboxd to see what uh, people that we follow on here have scored it. Oh, you can uh, see that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. You have to be following the person 
to okay. in order to see it. But yeah, so Brooke gave it a two and a half out of five, and I gave it. A oh three and a half. no, that was supposed to be three and a half. <gasps> oh, Damn. Okay, okay. Called you out. We see it. We see it. <laughs> so we both gave it a three and a half out of five. Then <laughs> that's funny. It's done. There we go. That's better. Yeah, I mean, I I can I agreed it. I agreed <laughs> with the with the most of the consensus. Yeah. I feel like. You know, it's yeah. uh, I don't I, it, again it, like Scooby Doo is not like on the top of my list normally, but I do enjoy the movie. So. Yeah, it, it does what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it fairly well with with a good cast, you know? Yeah. All right, it's time for our not so scary scare section. Your favorite. No. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, this is our scare section, but because these are childhood movies, we mm-hmm. kind of revamped it a little bit. So, Sergio and or Cody, are there any scenes that really scared you or creeped you out as a kid whenever you watched this? I mean, it, it's hard to remember from when I was a kid. Like, I don't know when I first watched it, but if I had to pick two, it was probably like, pulling the the head off the zombie and and i think when simone and lena first start changing mm-hmm. that's a pretty scary scene i mean i gotta be honest i don't think i was scared i think as a child i thought this was cool oh yeah i thought yeah. it was just like oh this is so cool like i love all this uh creepy animation um because granted i i saw well, what happened? This was 1998, right? So mm-hmm. I probably saw it a year later. And the year later, I also saw Blair Witch Project. And Blair Witch Project <laughs> also scared the fucking crap out of me as a child. That scarred me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> comparing that to this, I, I I don't think any particular scenes scared me. Cool. What about you, bro? Yeah, I don't remember anything about this movie. So <laughs> no scene for me. I said I don't think so. Like I was nine when this movie first came out, and by that point in my life, I'd already watched like Pet Cemetery and like yeah. the It miniseries. I snuck down mm-hmm. in the basement and watched those. So I mean, this was not really, not really scary at all. Like a piece of cake. Yeah, a piece <laughs> of crumb cake. <laughs> all right. Um, are there any scenes that kind of disturbed you or scared you now watching it as an adult? No, I'm, I, I mean, like Sergio said at this point, I'm just like, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, I would say the uncomfortable sexual tension between Fred and Daphne. <laughs> the scariest part of the movie. I just don't like it. This is uncomfortable for me. Figure yourselves out. <laughs> no no i don't th- i don't think anything uh truly disturbed me i felt like the the voodoo because i haven't seen it in a while that voodoo scene could have been like could have gone south real fast i was like oh god what are they gonna do with it <laughs> yeah Brooke? uh for me i mean the scene's been talked about quite a bit already but the scene whenever fred pulls the zombie's head off i mean you know daphne's trying to pull it off the mask off and she can't and fred's like oh stop being such a baby and Oh, like, yeah. okay i'll come over here and you do and he's like mm. pulling on i was like what are they gonna do with this like and then they just pull his head off <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> i was waiting for the jaw to fall off yeah yeah that would be cool yeah or like <laughs> or like gore sprays across fred's face and he like pulls it off <laughs> 
they're just stunned for like a good like two minutes just yeah. staring at each other like uh yeah who are you mark um the simone and lena transformation it kind of took me by surprise like just the way that it happened and i was watching it with my kids and they're both very young so i was like "Ooh, i wonder if this is gonna affect well, them did, in any way did they take it well yeah they didn't yeah it wasn't too bad there was a couple of scenes well Uh-oh. the next question that we have but uh yeah <laughs> i mean they took it fairly well okay but uh yeah i mean it just kind of comes out of left field so it kind of takes you by surprise but i wouldn't necessarily say it was disturbing or scary or anything like that hmm. which leads us to our last question yes would you let your child or a child watch it now at the same time that you first watched it yes yeah yeah a hundred percent yes i think this is such a yeah perfect it's a good intro yeah yeah for sure yeah like my one kid is almost five and the other one's a year and a half and they both watched it with me and the my one and a half year old was kind of like freaking out at some parts (laughs) but it, it was like he was fine He's gonna be a psycho whenever he gets older. Which anyway, part did so. they? <laughs> which part did they uh freak out about? Uh, the zombies. Remember? Whenever the there's yeah. like a horde of zombies coming through that part. I'm telling you, those zombies are pretty good. Yeah, mm. it was good, and uh, yeah, the whole transformation part as well. We always are like <clears throat> going back and forth when we have uh, a family and have children. We're just like wondering, like. Because I want to keep watching horror movies, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. So I want to be able to introduce my kids to it. And he is the scaredy cat of the family. So he, I, I don't know. I don't, I like, we have to decide whether or not. I feel like it's either going to go, they're going to love it and join me, or they're going to get scared because I'm forcing them to watch it and then run over to Cody. I think, I think <laughs> we're going to have one kid who loves it and one kid who doesn't. That's the boat that I'm in right now. Yeah. I think oh, really? I think my younger one is gonna love them, and okay. my older one's gonna be a little more reserved um, in that aspect. <laughs> but yeah, like my my one and a half year old, I have him listening to metal music, and he's sitting there just banging his head all the time. Wow, yeah, that's it's, awesome. he's it's <laughs> great. Awesome. But my older one, he's he's a little more quiet. He's a little more reserved. He's like oh. he's into Pokemon and shit like that. So yeah, but we'll see. Hopefully both of them will be. We'll be about it. <laughs> but okay, that concludes the episode. That's it. Oh yeah. my god. <clears throat> we made it through. We've made it, guys. So if you guys want to plug your podcast one more time before we sign off. No, I'm okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yes. Uh, again, we got we are the horror bandwagon. Uh, you can get you listen to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. And we have an Instagram. It's pretty much just the horror bandwagon. We're on Twitter, too. I'm trying my best to tweet things. <laughs> I honestly like I, I think we just use Twitter as like news articles now. We just like. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we're definitely most active on Instagram for sure. Yeah. Most active on Instagram. We do have a TikTok. It's under the horror bandwagon. It's pretty much we're trying to do original content, but it's mostly just like recaps of the of episodes or yeah. um, mm-hmm. our YouTube channel, which leads us to our YouTube channel. We do have a YouTube channel, which is also under the horror bandwagon um, and that we have pretty much it's dedicated to anything other than horror movies. So it'll be just like hard videos, anything scary that would spook this one here. Um, and so far, that's been fun to do. 
Nice. So that'll be YouTube over there. And yeah, that's that's us. If you guys want to come listen to us. And we want to take the moment to thank you guys. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, it was like thank a pleasure. you. Thanks for coming uh, on. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I had a great time. I just followed you on TikTok. <gasps> Is that the notification I just got? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dedication we're looking for. That's okay, right. listeners. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we had a blast. This was a really fun movie. I, Whenever you guys suggested it, I was like, oh, this is going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, awesome. had a great time. Same here, same here. Yeah, for sure. And as for us, if you guys want to catch us on social media, we are at a podcast on Elm Street. We also pretty much only used Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, the odd time. Um, but yeah, if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have merch as well as our Patreon account. If you wish to, wish to support the podcast that way, there's also a Discord link, a Twitch link, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Do you guys still do the the watch parties? I think you guys were mentioning it before. Uh, we've done one. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun, and we just haven't done one since. Oh no! But uh, yeah, that's definitely something that we would like to do in the future, continuously, because yeah. we did have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's that's it. it. Talk to you next week, guys. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>